Welcome to Things Leaders Do, the podcast that uncovers the secrets of becoming an extraordinary leader. If you're a leader who's constantly seeking growth, inspiration, and tangible ways to level up your leadership, then you've come to the right place. Remember, the world needs exceptional leaders, and that leader is you. Now, here's your host, Colby Morris. Hey, leaders, welcome back to the TLD podcast. This is me, your host, Colby Morris. I just want to say thank you for joining us every week, um, trying to bring you something that you can actually use. Those of you who are new to the podcast, basically the idea is this. I listen to a ton of podcasts, and they all have great philosophy behind what makes a good leader. But what I'm trying to do is give you some more actionable tools, things that you can you can take today or in the morning, whenever you want to start, but you can take those and, and just start. It's a tool you can use. And you're probably thinking, okay, why do I need these tools? Because you know what? You can listen to every podcast that's out there, every leadership book that's out there, and nothing changes until you start practicing it. If, if I read all the books there were on jujitsu, but I never practice it. I don't know jujitsu. I did not get better at it. I, I really wish sometimes we lived in that world of the matrix where, you know, they could just download how to fly a helicopter into the back of your head or, you know, how to be a great leader, but we don't have that yet. Of course, with Elon Musk, Neuralink and all that, maybe that's coming. I don't know, but we can't do that yet. So my my goal really is to just give you those tools that will help you become a better leader faster. Okay. That you're not going to continue to struggle trying to figure out how to be a good leader because you're going to have the tools and the knowledge to be able to do it and do it quickly. And again, you're going to have to actually practice it. You're going to have to put it out there. You're going to have to go and take a shot. You got to take a chance of being awkward every now and then if you're going to move forward. So that being said, let's get on to our topic, which is great leaders create great operations. Now, if you're a leader, most likely you're responsible for the results of something. You usually not just leading for the sake of leading. You have to get results. And I've always said that great leaders create great operations because everything gets better when the leaders get better. Every time that happens, everywhere I've been, if I work on developing the team, it gets better. Everything does. See, better leaders, they, they create better operations because they prioritize their people by by focusing on the well-being their development their their engagement of the employees leaders build a strong foundation for operational excellence because it's about the people yes you have to drive results i get that you have to meet the budget i get that all those things you have to meet you have to Make sure you're getting there, but you're going to get there how? 
through the people you lead. Okay. Through the people is how you get results. So you have to learn to prioritize the people you lead if you want to truly drive the results. See, when when your employees feel valued, when they when they feel supported, they're they're more motivated to perform at their best. And what happens when that happens? <laughs> Higher productivity, a better quality of work. There's so much that that comes into play here if your employees are engaged and they feel supported. They feel like they're a part of something. They feel like their leader actually cares about them and knows about them. See, additionally, leaders who who prioritize their people, they're, how would I say, they're better equipped to create a positive and a inclusive work culture. Okay? What does that do? It fosters collaboration. You'll, you'll find more innovation. And when you have all those things, an engaged employee, a developed employee, that inclusive work culture, a positive work environment, you know what you don't have? A lot of turnover. You have the opposite. You're going to find your, your employee retention numbers going up. Because people want to be where that's happening. People want to be in a great culture. They want to be where their boss believes in them. They want to be where they're part of a team, where the culture is something they look forward to being part of. What you don't want, and I want you to take just a minute to put yourself in your employee's shoes. It's Monday morning. No, let's let's make it easier than that. It's Wednesday morning, and they're getting up to come to work. Is there anything about their current work culture, their current work environment, their team that makes them excited to come to work? Now, the reason I ask that is because as the leader, you are directly responsible for that environment, for that culture, for that team, because you set the expectations, you set the environment and the culture. It starts with you, the leader, and it doesn't matter if, if it doesn't happen in any other department in your, in your organization or in your business, you're responsible for your department. You're responsible for your area, whatever it is, your circle of concern. That's where you come in. Okay. And the more that you invest in, in your people, you're going to create a workforce that is that's empowered, that's engaged, and they are going to drive, and I mean drive, operational success because they're going to start self-policing. They're going to start evaluating each other. They're going to hold each other accountable because they become and they develop great leaders. Now, that's just kind of part one here. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some more actionable tools that I really feel like you could use at this point. Okay. So let's look at uh, some of these, these tools. Okay. And how they can truly drive your operations in the hands of great leaders. The first thing is you want to make sure that you're using some, some data driven metrics Okay, to look at 
and to measure performance and to really drive improvement. So the first tool, and most of you are hopefully using this, are your KPIs or your OKRs, whichever one you use for the sake of this, I'm going to use KPIs where I'm a little more familiar. Okay, key performance indicators. What you're going to do is you're going to identify the metrics that align with your business goals, okay, and track them regularly. It's not enough to check them at the end of the year. If you're checking, only checking things at the end of the year, you're not serious about success. You're not serious about meeting your goals. You're not really trying to reach that, that high point of operations. So check them regularly, at least monthly at the, <laughs> at the longest go monthly, but you need to be on top of them. Now, if you want to create some internal competition, which I love to do, I like to implement a dashboard. I like to create a visual that has some metrics on there about how all the other people are doing. How are they competing against each other? How are they, how do they match up? How do they measure up to each other? Okay. If it's sales, how are they doing compared to each other? If it's uh, overtime hours or labor costs, how are they doing compared to each other? And and so I, I kind of put these leaders into these roles, or even if it's just, if you only lead frontline employees and, and you don't have any leaders under you yet, you can still do the same thing. Okay. Put whatever, whatever you measure them with, you can make, make a dashboard. You can make it weekly, monthly, whatever, but you'll be surprised with a little, friendly competition will do to drive the, uh, the performance. Okay. Nobody wants to be at the bottom. Nobody does. And when you have that, that dashboard, they're, they're going to try to make sure they're up on the top. I can promise you. Now, when you make that, you want to make sure it's visible. Okay. You can make a printout, put it on the, you know, the, the wall outside, you can, if you are lucky enough to have some sort of screen that you can display it on, put it up on the screen, make sure it stays up all the time. But you want to make it visual, right? You don't want to make a, a, a dashboard that only you can see. Okay. Keep it visual for everyone to be able to track, talk to each other about. Okay. Eventually that's going to create an environment uh, that will lead to, to, enhanced teamwork, I guess is probably the best way to say it and higher productivity. Now let's talk about some ways that you can really stay on top of things. Okay. You need some sort of tool that will help you track how things are being done or where they are in the process. So kind of like a project management type tool but not necessarily always a project management. Sometimes you just need to know where your team is currently at in, in whatever they're working on. Okay. So instead of having multiple meetings, you can track progress through some softwares. Okay. So something like Asana, if you're familiar with that or monday.com or Trello, you can, you can, assign all their tasks. You can track their progress because they have to 
put if they're complete on certain things, or sometimes they can move it to another day with an explanation of why they couldn't do it today, that kind of thing. But you can see your team in, in one shot snapshot of where they are in their progress of completing something in that project. It's a great way to track it. If you are unfamiliar, you need to look at it. Uh, there's a ton of YouTube videos on all of these, so you can go through and watch, see which one you like the best, which one works best for you. And no, I'm not sponsored by any of those, obviously, but uh, they they really create great outcomes because it's visual and it's a lot easier than having to schedule a ton of meetings just to track the progress or give the uh, progress updates. Okay, it's also instead of getting EOD reports or end of day reports, this is another way to do that. Now, if you don't have the budget for one of these, uh, Asana, Monday or Trello or anything else, then yes, you probably need to create some sort of EOD report, end of day report, where your team basically just sends you an email or you can have a, a, a checklist that they sign off on but something that will will force them to have to report to you, okay, what they've done, what they've completed. You can make it end of day, end of week, something like that, but uh, something very similar so that you can track progress. Now, I just said those things will help you <laughs> without having to schedule meetings, but we do need to talk about meetings real quickly. You need do need to conduct some regular team meetings, Okay, whether it's weekly or biweekly, in order to discuss progress, um, look at any challenges that you're having. What's what are the roadblocks that are that are out there, or maybe you just need to brainstorm some ideas about something. Now, if you are unfamiliar with the L10 meeting, that's the level 10 meeting. Um, I specifically love to use this this one meeting. It is. So, um, man, it is so productive because you are tracking the things that matter and you're fixing problems as you go through it. If you've never heard about it, there are videos on YouTube and I'll probably do a video, I'm sorry, a video, a podcast on the L10 meeting pretty soon. Uh, it's through the EOS software employee operating system. They walk you through how to do the L10 and there are other versions of this, but I really like the EOS version of the L10 meeting. It's super productive. You can get a lot of things done quickly. Whole thing takes about an hour really to get it done and you can really make progress on the things that you're working on. Also, just kind of a side note, if you're not doing a daily kickoff meeting, it's a real brief three minute meeting or something like that. Just kind of hit the high notes of things, you know, you're celebrating that day, somebody's anniversary, somebody's birthday, by anniversary, work anniversary, uh, somebody's birthday or whatever, and then the high points of what we're working on today, okay? Hey, y'all, don't forget that today is end of the pay period. We need to make sure everybody checks out, uh, logs out of their time quickly so we can limit our overtime and... Uh, and also into the sales week. So I need your sales plans uh, by the end of the day. Real quick, we don't have to have a long drawn out meeting. It's just hitting the high points with everyone so they can get going and they know the expectations of the day. Okay. All right. So there we go. 
quick and painless. And hopefully you have some actionable tools. If you have any questions over any of these, like the, uh, the KPIs, which by the way, I meant to say something about the smart goals in there, but we've covered them the last few, uh, podcasts. So I didn't really dive into that, but, uh, really using your effective KPIs, uh, your L10 meetings specifically, all those kind of things. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I'm on LinkedIn. That is in my show notes. I mean, it's um, right there for you to, to connect with me if that's what you'd like to do. Um, and then also I have a Instagram page for the show, uh, Things Leaders Do. And Feel free to look back through any of the other episodes. Uh, I'd go through a lot of this, like the advanced KPIs uh, for leaders. That was episode 10. And I really kind of dig into some of that. And before that was introduction uh, to effective KPIs, that was episode nine. So those two can really help you uh, through those discussions as well. If you don't mind, would you do me a favor right now and just take a screenshot, a screenshot of your phone and just share that, uh, share it on your LinkedIn page or Facebook or Instagram, whatever you share on, and just kind of let people know what you're listening to. That way we can get more leaders involved in, uh, in the show and we can really drive the, the, the progress of so many leaders that need it out there. Okay. Don't be selfish. Great leaders are about people and it doesn't matter who it is. You are about people if you are a leader. So go out there, drive the operations by creating better leaders. And you know why? Because those are the things that leaders do. Thank you for listening to Things Leaders Do. If you're looking for more tips on how to be a better leader, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and listen to next week's episode. Until next time, keep working on being a better leader by doing the things that leaders do.